guys welcome back to another episode of yes you didn't see that now in my last episode i was um telling you guys that i was going to do a couple of episodes to catch us up to bring us current to where we need to be in 2022 so um the first episode i posted already um was around june of 2021 we are in the new year happy new year i should have said that in the first episode so happy new year to everyone happy 2022 now um like i said it's going to be about five episodes where we're going to catch up and uh, make us current in what's been happening with within my life (laughs) as a visually impaired mom of a teenager and our little well not so little but our our big adventures I should say so let's see where did I leave off last time last time I left off with with a little scary story I you know told you about an experience that I had um you know with some people in my building so let's move on from there so let me tell y'all about the time that after I got my second uh, Pfizer dose, I did get Pfizer, that I thought it made me deaf. I thought it did something to my hearing. Let me tell y'all, one day I woke up. Now, I got my first of let me set the scene for you. So um, I got my second dose, I want to say around April of 2021. So a few months later, this this what I'm about to tell y'all happened happened to me. And I I was a little worried because, you know, people have been saying that, you know, these vaccines, you know, they were pretty much they felt it was like a rush kind of job. So nonetheless, um, you know, I had never heard anybody experience um, this kind of uh, side effect, I'll say. And pardon any background noise, it's like midnight when I'm recording this and you would think people be sleeping in New York City, but I guess not. And also, if you hear the cat come by, pardon, pardon the cat. So back to the story. So one day, you know, in July, I was, you know, chilling. We on summer vacation. You know, we just had the graduation and all of that kind of stuff. My son graduated from middle school. So now he's, you know, he's on his way to ninth grade at this time. So um, one day I woke up and I could not hear anything on my, I want to say it was the right ear. And I was just like, wait a minute, like, what's going on? Like, everything seemed like it was muffled. And it, I was like, what What in the hell is going on? And, you know, I was smacking my ear and, you know, you're doing all that kind of stuff. Clean my ear out with some Q-tips and, you know, sorry for the TMI. But, um, you know, I did all of those things. And, um, you know, and the TV was so loud. Like, my, my son kept telling me, why do I have the TV so loud? And I'm like, it ain't even loud. What do you mean? So... I was just like, okay, this don't make no sense. So I scheduled me a doctor's appointment. I went to the ear, nose, and throat. And I went in there and I was just like, look, I need y'all to tell me for real, for real. Is this the Pfizer or is this something else? (laughs) So I need to know, am I going to be losing my hearing over this vaccine or what the hell's going on? So 
um, you know, they, the doctor, you know, checked everything and, um, you know, come to find out it was not the vaccine. It was just that I needed to have my ears cleaned. Can you imagine? So I was happy that it was something simple, you know, that needed to be corrected. So, but y'all, let me tell y'all, sister was shook for real. And, um, so that started off the, you know, the around 4th of July-ish kind of weekend, I want to say. And then, let's see, Chris had, um, that's my son's name, Christopher. He had, he started his summer job. So, you know, it took us a while to set up everything and make sure he, you know, was going to get paid correct and all of that kind of stuff. So we did all of that. Um... And everything was online, like I said. So that was an interesting experience. And then after a while, let me tell y'all, he was about through. <laughs> let me tell you, he was about through with the experience. And I was just like, come on now. This is not the normal experience, but, you know, you got to stick it out. So, you know, we tried as best as best as we could. Because let me tell you, by um, by August, I was pretty much done my dang self. So. But that was that. So he, you know, he did his little summer job thing, first first experience. So I was proud of that. And then, um, uh, you know, it just kind of was a regular, like, summer. I had a couple of conferences that I attended. So I went to, it was my first time going to the NFB conference. So NFB stands for uh, the National Federation of the Blind. So they had their conference and I was so mad because that was going to be if we were allowed to be in person, it was going to be in New Orleans. Let me tell you, I've been trying to get to get down there to New Orleans. I've been trying to get there for a long time now and I still ain't been able to get there. So, um, yeah, so their conference was first. So that was virtual. And then I went to the ACB National Convention. So ACB stands for American Council of the Blind. So I was, it was a heavy convention season. And, um, you know, it was also my first time going to that as well, to the national convention, because I've been to the state. So um, it was, you know, there were two different organizations and, you know, both did things differently. So I was glad I was able to experience those, you know, type of things. And, you know, just you got to get out there and get educated about, you know, what's going on in the blind community and, um, you know, what kind of gadgets they have for us now and it was all kind of interesting things so uh, I do plan on going you know going again the next time they have it so meanwhile while that is happening we're enjoying the summer let me tell y'all also participated in the virtual marathon again so um and back in 2020 was the first time I I did it and it was also virtual because that's when everybody was in lockdown so they allowed you to um participate like you could walk or run you could do it anywhere any place that you wanted to as long as you kept track of the time and your um and your mileage they you know they wanted you to download a certain app and you know to keep track of everything uh so that was that so you know I dragged the I dragged the teenager along and we I think I did my uh walking <laughs> with my cane we went to the mall and I was able to you know do the majority of I want to say it was it they had a 5k I don't know if I did 5k but 
I probably did like a mile or so, but I can't remember off the top of my head now, but um, I did complete the virtual marathon. So yay me. So I was very happy to say that, um, uh, yes, as visually impaired people, we can still participate in marathons. So they actually do have a group called Achilles International. They have a group in New York and um, it's adults. And they also have a, 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 a group for kids as well, like training and everything. So they have videos on YouTube. And so if you ever get a chance, check them out. And they and the way they work is so if you are a visually impaired person or blind and you wanted to participate in person, they have some, you know, they assign you a person and they help you, you know, participate in the marathon. So you would be like, I guess, tied together or however they work it out where you, you know, go at the same speed, but they um, put you with someone who is sighted. So someone who can see and, you know, be able to help you along the route, you know, um, they do that. So um, I also, I think I'm going to be participating again. So we'll see this year in 2022 what happens. Hopefully, I'd like to get in, you know, be able to do it in person. So we'll see. Let's see what else was going on at that time. What's going on at that time? Y'all, let me tell y'all, <laughs> parents, this is for the parents, for the parents especially. Everything be going good. Can you picture the situation? Everything going good. It's a whole nice weekend. You're, you're in the house cleaning up, doing laundry. And then all of a sudden, there's water leaking from somewhere. You don't know if it's the washing machine. You don't know if it's under the sink. So let me tell you, I had this experience. And I did not know if it if the water was coming from my washing machine or if it was coming from the sink. So, you know, between me and my son, you know, we tried to, he helped me like turn off the washing machine uh, because I was doing laundry at the time. And I was like, oh my God, so where's this water coming from? We're trying to get the water up. Finally, we get the water uh, at least somewhat under control, you know, with, um, you know, some blankets and stuff down there. And to catch the water and everything. And I'm getting my phone. So I'm trying to take pictures of um, under this. So when I opened up the cabinet um, under the sink to see maybe it could be because water. So I, I did notice that water was coming from the cabinet um, under the sink. And I was just like, oh, no, this can't be. As soon as I opened up that damn cabinet, y'all, let me tell y'all, there was the <laughs> there was so much water underneath there. The pipe underneath the sink broken half yes broke in half y'all I was having a whole heart attack in here because now I'm like what are we gonna do I can't do we couldn't even use the sink to you know can't wash dishes because every time you turned on the faucet you know water would just leak out so um I ended up having to call the maintenance people so they came and you know fixed it and uh well the guy came and fixed the pipe then I had to call Sears and I, maybe I shouldn't say their name on here, but I had to call the, the, the washing machine people to come and take a look at the washing machine as well. Because um, it actually, not too long after that leak happened, that uh, the machine stopped working. 
So um, that was a whole nother problem that I'm still currently dealing with to this day, unfortunately. But let me tell you, so once the flood happened, then I didn't know if the water had um, there was like water on the cap on the countertop. So I have my microwave there. So after, you know, we clean up everything, I think the next day or so my son is telling me that the microwave is sparking. I'm like, what? Like actual sparks? Like, yeah, I can't do the, I can't do the noise, but yes, sparking. So, you know, we unplugged the microwave and everything. And I was just like, you know what, if it's doing that, then um, I just assumed that the whole microwave was broken because I didn't know if water had got into it or whatever. So um, we had I ended up actually replacing the microwave, uh, you know, a little while later. But um, so that happened. And then right next to the counter where the microwave is, is the stove. And I'm like, then one day, you know, my son told me that the stove was like behind the stove was sparking. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So, you know, that we don't play with. If the stove is sparking, making, you know, I can't see if it's sparking. So I'm just, you know, going off of what my son told me. So I called the emergency people, called the fire department. Let me tell you, I had everybody in here. Let me tell you, they, they that was like the worst couple of days, but the best couple of days because they, they came in here. They shut the power off in half the house. And, um, you know, someone did come eventually to check out the stove and everything. So they said everything was okay. But let me tell you, I don't use the oven. I only use the two back burners and I was scared to do that. But, um, you know, but right now they said everything was safe to use. So, you know, we, we were able to move on from that. So, but let me tell you, it was, it, it took me a while because I had to, you know, call it some reinforcements. Like I had to call it some agencies because they wasn't taking it serious. And I was just like, we don't need nothing blowing up in here. So, you know, that helped things move along when I had to contact some, you know, some outside help to get the maintenance people at where I live to come and thoroughly check everything. So, um, so that, let me tell you, as somebody who is visually impaired, that was the most frightening thing you could ever really experience. And, um, but thank God things worked out. Now, let me see what else was happening. These last two things I'm going to talk about was just, it was a crazy time in, in, in history. So, um, this is, I want to say maybe around August and into the fall, we had Biz Marquis passed away, DMX passed away, Colin Powell passed away. We was like, what in the world is going on? Can, 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 can we check on everybody? Cause we, we need to check on everybody. So, uh, but from what I remember, they did not pass away because of COVID. I think they, it was, I think all of them, it was like health issues and DMX, you know, it was on some other stuff, but, um, you know, that he had been battling for years that took him out, but nonetheless, he was a, he was a great loss. And, um, but yeah, we started to see a lot of our, um, you know, people in music and, um, in politics was, was getting, they was they was getting called home unfortunately so you know that was a, a big thing 
around those times. And let me tell you, I definitely played my, when I heard about DMX, I was like, look, I played his music so loud. My son was like, oh my God, could you please turn that down? I was like, you better let me mourn and stop this foolishness. This is, you know, this is from back in my time. So, um, you know, I'm, I mourned him in my own way. And, you know, a, a lot of people, he had a lot of nice tributes and everything for him. So I was happy to see that. And then finally, y'all, let me tell you about uh, our former governor, uh, Cuomo, who uh, I guess he got himself in some trouble and he is no longer the governor of New York <laughs> no more. So he resi- he wound up resigning. So that was big news around that time. And uh, he is replaced with the with the she was lieutenant governor i believe at that time and so we have a a woman governor and you know she stepped in and you know she's doing what she need to do but uh Cuomo's still going through his legal troubles and um you know i guess when you in power you got to you just need to be careful about the things that you do and and you think you're doing in secret and then it going to come out a couple of years later so um that was you know kind of a shame that that happened to him or that he let that happen to him so i guess for future reference these people in in power in these high positions y'all better watch what y'all doing you better act right make sure you get some act right so (laughs) so that was that brings us pretty much into the until fall and you you definitely want to tune in to episode three because I got to tell y'all what happened with uh, the first couple of days of the, of the new high school. Yes, please turn, tune in for that because that was some some whole foolishness there. So until next time, stay safe. Make sure you, you know, still social distance, wear your mask, wash your hands, you know, take the vaccines, get boosted, all of that, all of that jazz. If you, you know, if that's your thing, please do it, you know, stay safe. And until next time, talk to you later. Peace. 